Gratitude, Divine to Divineness is Bree India in 808 Tavern. I'm not on my self journeys in 808 Tavern. I'm not on a retreat. It's winter 2022 and we're on season two now of the I Am Who segment. And today I have a lovely guest. And without further ado, my guest is... Spaz, call me Kenneth, Kenny, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> Tell me something about what you love about Baltimore City, because Mr. Spaz here is from the great Baltimore City. And let's be clear, it's Baltimore City, Maryland. I don't want to hear nothing about wherever else Baltimore mm -hmm. is at. All right. So, yeah. Uh, something great about Baltimore City, uh, the cultures, the cultures of Baltimore City. I think that um, Baltimore is a place where it's a, it's a place where you have so many different people with so many different talents. But... It goes largely unrecognized because of a lot of the other stuff that happens in Baltimore City. You know, um, it's unfortunate, but it's one of the things, the music culture, the dance culture there, you know, all of those things kind of culminate um, into one and make Baltimore City what it is, you know. And from my personal experience, being somebody that's been so integral in the dance culture in Baltimore City, you know, I can tell you, you know, without a doubt, it's something that goes um you know, severely overlooked. It wasn't until, you know, maybe over the last couple of years that it kind of started to get the, the shine and recognition. It was that it needed. I yeah. that. You know, that was a beautiful intro to Baltimore City. Um, this is about you. So this is the I Am Who segment. So we're showcasing your greatness and your contribution to Charm City. And I know it's gotta be amazing mm -hmm. to see the progress in the city, knowing that you were a part of that growth, mm -hmm. especially in our, you know, generation where what is it, the next end to be the changers and the, you know, the way makers and yeah. how we teach our children and, you know, the generation behind us. Yeah. Full effect of how we see our future. So, um, the I Am Who. Right now, we're not even going to talk about what you do. We're going to dive straight into who you are. Um, but you can give me, like, a quote, if you have one, or a statement of your own. And, or, I want you to give at least one or two, maybe three descriptive words about who you are and you know when it comes to somebody asking you that I'm like for sure I'm resilient I know that that when people ask me who am I like for sure I'm gonna always try to keep making sure that I don't give up on something that I know my mind has that vision you know so for me I look at myself and I think of myself as being somebody that's um and you know this is probably not something that you're going to hear a lot of people you know people say um, you know, outright as they explain themselves, but I look at myself as being somebody that's very caring. Caring. And the reason why I say that is because over the decade plus, um, you know, that I built my cachet in Baltimore City, a lot of people have reached out to me in, you know, different age groups and have sought my guidance one way or another. And I've mentored so many different people over this over this time period you know to kind of help them get to a different space in life whether that be personally professionally you know dance wise whatever it may be anything that i know any any skills that i have that i can kind of you know uh, pay it forward to somebody who may need it you know I always just try to make sure that i'm there for them as much as i possibly can you know mm. understanding that in our city well you know uh, a lot of people need that they need a they need a big brother figure. They need a big sister Definitely. figure. They need somebody that they can kind of turn to and just kind of get that get that um, necessary information. 
Um, and for me, I take pride in that. That's something I think is really, really important. I mean, I go as far as to invite people over to my house, like, yo, you know, come over to my house, little bros, you know what I'm saying? Like, y'all ain't gotta, you know, come over, come over here and play the game, let's eat, let's talk, let's dance, whatever it is that y'all need to do. And using that time, I use that time to kind of deliver a message to them wherever I see that it's necessary. Okay. So that's something that I continue to do, even you know to this day. It hasn't stopped, and I don't think it's. Whatever. You need to go grab the sweetie boys about that um, them streets. Yeah. <laughs> like <that was laughs> no, but we go get into that. But that's really good. That's a beautiful thing because caring. That word right there is something that most people associate with, like the mother or women or you know wives, and they don't think like you know we need that male figure and that masculine energy yeah. to show that, you know? Because yeah. if you don't show it, nobody knows what that looks like, so they don't believe yeah. it exists, you know? Yeah. So that is a beautiful thing to be one of your key points for a character word. So do you have any more um, defined words, definitive words like that, or do you have any quotes or statements that you would say as far as um, who you are based on an influence? Because my next question, I'll give you a hint, will be about your primary influences um throughout growing up as well as who who influences you now mm -hmm. and you know based on you being a caring person you are an influencer so mm -hmm. what influences you to be that way and people and maybe if there's a situation mm -hmm. this is tying into another question as well if there's a situation too that you have a story of share well um one of the things that kind of made me who I am today is is simply, it's kind of how I view people, how I view life. I was a lot different than a lot of the people that I grew up with around me. I mean, I grew up in the trenches, you know, like most people, you know what I'm saying? Cherry Hill Park Heights, you know what I'm saying? You know, Green Mount, you name it. Like I, I, I grew up in those areas, you know, but primarily Cherry Hill and a lot of the shit that was going on around me, drug dealing and, you know, gangs and all the other good stuff. I could have yeah. joined that stuff very easily you know what i'm saying but i just I, I chose to go in another direction i told myself that you know even at a young age that that's not something that i want i didn't want it to be a defining characteristic of me and i didn't want it to be indicative of you know the path i chose to go down so i just chose to do something different you know what I'm saying? i choose to talk different i choose to walk different i choose to dress different i choose to to walk in my own lane you know because i don't want to be seen as the as the guy next to me you know what i'm saying i'm my own individual and i've always prided myself on being that way you know, um, set yourself apart from the crowd. Yeah, yeah, That's always. What you, so your your influences sound like it was mostly your higher self. If you mm -hmm. chose, it sounded like you said chose. Mm -hmm. I heard you say I chose to mm -hmm. go a different way. I made a conscious decision not to be with everybody else and what they right. were. Right, as a child, are you saying that? Wow, that is. But this wasn't very different. Just, <laughs> it wasn't something that that started just now. Even when I was younger, I had. Uh, um, <laughs> I don't, want to, I don't want to sound weird, but I uh, had what you would call, you know, my teachers at the time, the superior intellect. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the I was able to uh, grasp things conceptually that other people around me didn't, or they weren't able to piece it together um, in a way that I was able to, you know, societally speaking. And it's something that um, it set me apart from a lot of people that I was around and I also felt weird because of it. It yeah. was like, it was like, you know, like maybe I should keep my mouth shut because it's like, they're not going to understand where I'm coming from when I say what I say. Yeah. It's not going to be something that they're able to digest, especially being the way that they are, but I also used it as, um, as a tool to, to help 
know what I'm saying? I didn't want to be like, oh, because I know things to be this way, I'm going to use that as a way to kind of tear you down. Like, no, that's not the idea. Like, I, I, I want to help build, you know, people into something else, something more. Yeah. And that was my, and it's always been my, my MO since I was, um, since I was younger, even now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So you know your purpose then? I do. Okay. I, do. I, I don't shy away from it. Do you, do you have, um, I guess, the positional words to the, like if somebody asks you what is your purpose are you able to say to this that and the third like what I is do. your purpose i i, I and <laughs> i do and it's it's, it's funny because I, I i talk about this um you know often you mm-hmm. know and um one of those things is is that i have a, a, a motto is that i always my aim is to make at least one person smile every day i work in the mental health field so one of the things that I carry into work for me is understanding the crop of people that I work with, understanding that they've gone through things in their life to bring them to the point that they're at. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I aim to have as positive of an impact on people as much as possible through a variety of means, whether that means uh, through education, through smile, through whatever that may be, mm-hmm. um, I, I, I aim to uplift. Mm-hmm. and. That's always been my energy. You know, I always ask people like, oh, what do you feel when I'm around you? You know what I'm saying? Like, how do you feel? Do you feel free? Mm-hmm. You know, do you feel like good? Do you feel cozy? Do you mm-hmm. feel warm? Like those things are important to me, you know what I'm saying? Because I need to make sure that whenever I walk into a room that you feel all right. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And um, I haven't heard one time from anybody that they feel weird or anything around me. In the presence of you. Yeah, it's because of... No, your vibes you know, and your aura you know, are high. Right. It, it's a, it's something that I, I pride myself on. And I want other people to get into that kind of space. Good. So when you think of ways that you've gotten there, um, do you have any people in your life that you can say poured into that? And the reason I say this, just to touch on like the idea that you chose you know again to be caring as a man as a man first of all but then as a black man second of all as a black man from a very impoverished and below the belt city you know it's a lot of things that were put in position to basically tear you down you know or put you in a position where you're somewhere where you don't see a rise so that's empowering when you look at, you know, yourself. Mm-hmm. So do you have any people that you can pay homage to or give credit to in your personal journey as we go further into that, you know, dissecting into diving into your greatness, we'll know how great you've evolved. So is there anyone that we can look at this root of I am who and this foundation of who you are that planted the seeds of the greatness that you need, who planted those healthy seeds like you just mentioned into your mental and still something into you even if they didn't do it for a long period of time it could have been somebody that dropped into your life that gave you some type of word that you never forgot or an item that made you think past the stars you know whatever is there somebody in the world that you can say okay i can give this person credit for putting that seed in me my two best friends um they were significant, instrumental in my growth as uh, as a man and a human being in general. And I, I say that because 
they they come from two different spectrums of life. Okay. One of them is in their forties, mm. and the other one is my age. Okay. Right? Is we're talking about somebody that's you know twenty nine, and the other one is you know in his forties. You know what I'm saying? Two different walks of life. Right. You know what I'm saying? But they by having connections to to these two people, um, they poured a lot into me as I did for them as well. But they they poured a lot into me in terms of helping me understand certain things. You know, when I was a teenager, I didn't, I was so stressed in dealing with um, things like uh, depression, severe mm-hmm. depression. And um, even though I was intelligent, I didn't exactly know how to angle myself in the situations that I was going through or what to do, you know what I'm saying? And um, I finally got into a space where I was just able to kind of think for a little bit when I got to my, you know, my best friend, um, when, uh, you know, when I got to his, uh, his, his, his place and stayed there for a while. And it was the first time in years that I was able to actually think without being worried mm. about anything. And being able to operate with a clear mind, I was able to get so much accomplished in such a short period of time. And you know my my other best friend being uh, being an older individual, he kind of helped me learn how to, to to walk to walk and organize myself. You know, as as a man, you know, uh, things that I'm supposed to do. You know, how not necessarily how I'm supposed to treat women, but um, just how I'm supposed to operate in terms of my focus as it pertains to you know. Uh, dealing uh, with women as well. So I attribute yeah. those things to, uh, to 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 them because those were things that really, really, really um, helped me get get to a point I needed to get to in order to be able to be here. Okay, so then jumping from that to how you would speak to somebody to put a seed into somebody that may look up to you mm-hmm. or even in looking up to you doesn't have to be somebody that goes, that doesn't go based on page is mm-hmm. what I want to say. Yeah. You know, because people can learn something from anybody at any point in their yes. own journey. So if somebody, you know, was seeking to have a word of wisdom from you, mm-hmm. whether you believe you can provide that or not, they want that. What would you give them? Like, even if it's your own child, you know, especially if it's your own child, because, you know. Right. So in those situations, I always for me, it's always circumstantial. It's. Everything is is you're you're supposed to have situational awareness. Mm-hmm. What is this person going through? Why are they going through it? Is there something that they did that they may need to change? Mm-hmm. There's so many different variables that you can contribute to those situations where you have to look at it with an open eye. You have to be able to see things um, through the prism of understanding. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of times when we when we get out when we put ourselves in that kind of space, the one thing that we don't allow ourselves to do is to understand things the way that we are supposed to understand things or the way to try to digest uh, things that we're supposed to. There have been many different times where, you know, my, my son, my oldest son, you know, going on eight years old, he's approached me with questions. And sometimes when he, when he asks me those questions, I'll, I'll, I'll stay silent for a little while because I need to be able to, to think the question through right. the way that I need to in, order to, be able to, in order to be able to give him the correct response. Mm-hmm. And I need to figure out where, where, whatever response I'm giving him, where is that response coming from? Is it out of anger? Is it out of frustration? Is it out of sadness? Is it because of some trauma that you dealt with when you were younger? 
those things are really, really important and vital, especially when we talk about coming, you know, raising children and giving advice to other people. Because if you're giving advice to other people based on based on pain, mm-hmm. out of pain, then you're passing that off to them. And Trauma makes. Yeah, it's okay. So yeah. since you took the question in that direction, um, what about if you're just if it's not based on um, you knowing of their their mental condition? Say as though you were literally speaking in front of a cafeteria of seniors in what high school. What I do every day. Graduated from high school. What I do right. every day. <laughs> speaking to them in a way where you're planting a seed that is receivable at their receiving age, but also is not directed to them, mm-hmm. but you know that they're going to feel it, you know? Mm-hmm. Like... What kinds of things would you give them then? Like, what, just, just, just your own quote, mm-hmm. a Kenny T quote <laughs> that they can be like, he said this that day when I, you know, for our graduation speech, and I just took that with me to college. You know, I took that with me to my next job or my career or my home or my motherhood or my fatherhood. Or my, you know, business. When I go to work and I talk to my clients day out, you know, day in, day out, I talk to anywhere between 18 and 30 clients every single day. Okay. And my job is to make sure that when they leave, um, when they leave my line of sight, Mm -hmm. that they have a, a better understanding of how to operate in life, depending on who they are. So I never approach those situations as to give them a... A tool of success, uh, yeah. or okay, yeah. I, I don't, I don't. That's ever not wanna, your yeah. strategy, is what you're saying. Yeah, I, I don't ever, I don't ever like to give them or want to give them pointed statements. I want to give, I, 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 because I, first of all, I understand who I'm working with. I understand that there are triggers involved. I understand that there are elements of each of these individuals that may uh, trigger them in such a way that it could turn them away. And the idea is to understand that you. Uh, as the old saying goes, you can't please everybody, but you approach it from from the from the perspective of you mean well, and from that you want to give a broad statement. Mm-hmm. You want to give a statement that's more universal than it is, you know, uh, than it is than it is direct, you know. And that's what I try to do every single day, okay. and it's a fine line because you really don't know what what is on a person's mind you don't and sometimes the person might not know what's on their mind because what they are thinking about is not what's really subconsciously bothering them and they don't know until the triggers come up sometimes and we don't know how they may respond it's it's interesting because one of the things i always say is 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 that uh sometimes we know that the answers to a lot of stuff but it's just a matter of whether or not we're prepared or willing to accept yes. those things, you know. Because we we can ask so ourselves true. a question and we know the answer to it, but we not we we're not readily um, like no, able I don't want to see it. No, in no, denial. I, yeah, yeah, in yeah, denial. In denial. <laughs> yeah, and we know the answers to a lot of questions, but we just we just we don't we don't want to accept it. That's so true, and I I've, I've had to grow from that. So you touching on that really, you know. Mm-hmm. That's that I can admit, you know, guilty there. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, there. <laughs> yeah you know, yeah. Well, that's the thing, you know, that unfortunately is that like, okay, you're not, I'm not alone. You're not alone. So then, in that case, back to the I am who. How in the world, since you speak to people 
on a mental level on a regular basis do you maintain the self because i'm big on self journeys um that's what i call it but we all just call it different things like journeys you know whatever it may be that you call your day-to-day your existence your finding self you already knew yourself you know there's no real finding ourselves we already know ourselves we just gotta stop ignoring ourselves half the time but how do you maintain you know what is your motivation every day because like you said how are you feeling you know that's a question that you must ask yourself every day before you get up and ask anybody else (laughs) it's uh so I'm big on mental health, of course. I've been working in the mental health for six years. I'm big on mental health, but I'm also uh, big on maintaining your physical as as well, Mm -hmm. right? And um, I, working in that kind of space in the capacity that I do, it is draining because you're dealing with so many different personalities and so many different things at one time, you know? You're taking on, you're literally going to work to take on other people's problems. But I, the thing that keeps me, keeps that that ember from kind of burning out is, is the fact that I'm going to work and I'm doing something that I enjoy doing, which is making other people's lives better, giving them perspective. And I'm able to do that. I'm able to voice my opinion on certain things freely without, without any, without most restrictions. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, and it does, it does, it does become a, a, a taxing sometimes. You mm-hmm. do have to make sure that you take care of yourself. You do have to make sure that you pour into yourself because there is a such thing as burnout. You know, especially working in this kind of field where you're going in there, you're dealing with so many different, you know, so many different energies at one time that it, you know, sometimes you leave work and you're exhausted. Like I leave work a lot of times and I'm like, I need to go lay down. I need to go do something to get my mind off of what I just dealt with at work. And it's not necessarily that, that my clients frustrate me. It, it is a lot to deal with all of these different things. And that's what I mean. Like, time. what do you, so what do you do? Like, what do you, what do you do for you? You know what I'm saying? Rest, meditation. Okay. Oh, those things are, are, they are, they are key. And even, even, even things on the minor scale, I do things that I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. You know, um, just to kind just to decompress, you know, go catch a laugh, go maybe sit at a, sit down and watch a game or something like that things that help me to decompress and get my mind and spirit away from those things right. um that way and to be I can in the present back. of yeah. your actual reality yes. and not the reality that you yes deal with on a day-to-day basis yeah. of others so your motivation sounds like it's literally waking up knowing that you get to do what you actually love impact yeah, yeah. that's 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 the what the jackpot yeah. to be able to wake up like that wake up every day and literally just everything you you do in that day in those days are what you enjoy like yeah. that can take away so much stress like when you find your purpose and you reach that point all right so now let's get straight into the what do you do you did the i am who or you but now what do you do well Right, you know, right now most people recognize me for dancing, understandably so, because I've been doing, I've been dancing for almost twenty years. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really been that long, you know, for me, you know, going on thirty. Okay. Dancing is the thing that people primarily recognize me for, but the the other thing that I do is um, filmmaking, uh, directing, uh, acting, all of those uh, things. I'm under contract with two different production companies as an as an actor for productions. For projects that are that are slated to be to start filming um, next year, okay, twenty twenty three. Yeah, I, I 
co-directing a uh, the trailer for a thriller in uh in January. We're gonna start principal photography for it in uh in January. And um that's my main thing right now. And um I'm currently in the process of developing a film myself. Okay. Um so I'm in I'm just I'm only in the in the writing process of developing the film. Um but I'm not expecting anything to kinda of happen with with it until you know, 2024, 2025, you know, it's, it's going to be a kind of a journey, but, you know, it's uh, something that it's it's my own individual thing, you know, some, mm. some really, really, really dope ass, ass projects too. Like, mm. uh, I'm pouring uh, I'm everything I got into it. So, yeah, it's going to be really, really cool. Okay, I definitely want to, do you have any websites or anything or they can check out how to get access to that? Like, how are people going to be able to access you well, or contact you? Right now, I'm in the process of building my website. Okay. Um, but for the time being, you know, anybody that want to get in contact, contact with me uh, can get in contact with me at my Instagram page, uh, The Nova Studios. Okay. Um, that's, uh, that's my company, Nova Studios. Okay. Uh, that's N-O-V-A Studios. So that's that's what's happening right now. Really big projects and stuff coming down the pipeline. Beautiful. I got to talk to you, you know, because I got some things that I want to work with, you know, somebody for as far as film. So, but we'll get into that. So, um, the end of the show, I like to do this thing called reverse the host. And um, before you ask me my question, reverse the host is where you ask me the question, and I got to answer to you. Before I get into that. Did you give all of the contact information that they can access you right now? Your platforms real quick. Mm -hmm. And um, is there any other what you do that you would like to share before you ask my question? Uh, that that's 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 my that's my primary focus right now. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to. This be is what they need to like, see yeah, when is, it comes to this is this peak. is this okay. is what I'm working <laughs> on right now. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, as much as I appreciate everything that you know, everything I've done throughout my dance career, and I'm going to continue to dance and continue to impact through that way. Mm. But uh, this film is stuff is something that I'm I'm serious about. You know, I'm once I'm focused on something, I'm focused on it. I invest in it. You know, I'm serious about it, and I want to make sure that I'm I'm not veering off course. You know, I look at it as a pie chart. You know, if I if I'm only given ten percent, then that means that that's ten percent taken away from the hundred percent that I could be given to to my to my craft and what it is that I should be doing. What it is I feel like I I'm something that's you know tapping me on the back and saying, hey, you need to be focused on on this right here. So that's why I'm right here in this in this space. Okay, I applaud your mentality. That is beautiful. Alright, okay. let's reverse the host. What is your question for me? So my my question for you is is, you know, earlier we talked a little bit about impact. You know, and my question to you is 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 how do you how do you go about waking up every day and making your impact on people? On the and people the people that you encounter, your workspace, different things. How do you wake up and and try to make an impact in your own way? Um, so my day to day waking up and the thought process of what impact I will make goes based on what attitude I'm waking up with. So, um, my priors are important when it comes to the impact that I make each 24 hours. So how I go to bed, I, I tend to with care as well as how I wake up, I tend to with care. So before I go to bed, you know, I have my certain regimen, making sure that I eat for a certain period of time personal thing with my personal health, my personal space, because everybody's body is different. 
Um, so yeah, I pay attention to what I'm putting in my body. I drink water and I um, do a lot of meditation and prayer. I journal sometimes if I'm having a hard time going to sleep. And I, um, I open up space for my dream space. Next day, I make sure I wake up and before I do anything, I have gratitude for opening my eyes and knowing that I'm here again. And I breathe and I allow myself to embrace and connect with my breath. That is my first thing because my grace, my gratitude for life is what I feel as though is what impacts the people that I engage with. And no matter what the interaction is, I always prepare that it will be beautiful so that it can be, you know? Of course, not everything's perfect. But I try to keep that mentality because that's what I'm trying to attract. Now, I always know that there's like a risk of people not having a good day and this and that. But I don't allow um, that energy to impact me. You know, the point is that I carry the change that I want to see when I leave the house. So that's, that's my thing. Does that answer your question? Yes. Okay. I appreciate that. And I'm not going to hold you up anymore. Okay. As far as the Iowa segment, I appreciate all the information you shared and the wisdom that you gave us and the seeds that you planted as far as your way of life, your self journeys. Any more last statements before we wrap up? Make sure you take care of your mental health. It's important. Everybody needs to be able to breathe every single day. We all go through things. It's difficult. You know, we all have um, a path, a journey that we you know we're we're walking down. And, even though life brings many different stresses, you know, you have to understand that there, there are things out there that can help you. There are people out there that are willing to talk, especially for, for men, you know, talk. You know, go find somebody, find some resources that can help you through the, any kind of mental trauma that you're going through. Um, talk to your friends, talk to family if it's, if it's available, find some support. It's important for all of us, especially for, for those of us in the, in the black community. Thank you. I appreciate you sharing that. And if you all have any questions, please make sure that you reach out to me if you're trying to access Spaz. He already gave you information to reach out to him. If you want some type of mental health consultation, it sounds like you can also reach out to him for resources or personal assistance. So I thank you so much for watching today's session of the I Am Who segment. This is Bree India and Hey, whatever you want to call me. <laughs> the greatest, right? <laughs> I just want to break in and say today's show is sponsored by A Dream Body Cafe. Make sure you Google A Dream Body Cafe. Y'all be blessed. And self-unity, peace, love, and truth.